Hey, Pharmacy Podcast Nation, you got to listen in every Tuesday to stay up to date on the most recent medication therapy topics. Game Changers creates awareness about pharmacotherapy and clinical practice changes that can significantly impact pharmacy practice. Every Tuesday, a new episode of Game Changers is published on the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Thanks so much for listening. And always remember, the pharmacist is the hub of healthcare. On August 12th, 2016, Darshan Kulkarni and myself, Todd Yuri, founder of the Pharmacy Podcast Network, we launched the Gavel and Pestle podcast. And it was a podcast that I desperately wanted to get up and running actually back in 2014 because there were so many things happening in our industry and in healthcare that had to do with policy, law, how politics impact, um, how a pharmacist practices pharmacy. Different states were after provider status and were further than others. And I wanted someone that was an expert that really knew the balance between law and pharmacy. Darshan is a pharmacist. He's also a lawyer. This network has evolved. We have 36 shows now, 52 co um, contributing pharmacists to the network, 200-plus uh, uh, participating organizations. We are partnered with the American Pharmacists Association with their podcast, Locked on Pharmacy. Uh, the NASP, the NCPA has been guests several times, the ASCP, who focuses on senior care pharmacy. We want to deliver content that's meaningful to you, the pharmacist, in, in domino effect support to the patient, which is at the center of everything that you're doing as a pharmacist. And I always want to resurrect and reinvent our podcasts. So this this podcast, the Gavel and Pestle podcast, we are going to shift gears and we want an inquisitive, innovative mind to become our new host and to understand what they don't know is actually a power to them as a host so that we can go out and find answers to latest articles um, to the latest things that are happening in our in our industry, to provider status, to the PBM reform um, impact uh, on pharmacy, um, with examples like Rutledge versus PCMA, and uh, what's coming out of that, which is probably in January, February. I want to introduce a pharmacy student who's a future pharmacy leader, an outstanding pharmacy leader so far just in her involvement not only with the pharmacy podcast network but with uh, the university of Pitt pittsburgh school of pharmacy and um, other things that she's done which we're going to get into in her inquisitive um, journey not only for law but also uh, pharmacy i want to uh, welcome brooke kalusich to the pharmacy podcast network welcome brooke Hi, Todd. Thanks for the introduction. It's great to be here. You're very welcome. I started Gavel and Pestle because I knew nothing about law and pharmacy other than what I was able to read. And I wanted someone to really unpack um, different aspects of what was happening based on really current events. And so when you and I talked about this, I knew that you were 
the right host choice because of how inquisitive and how aggressive you are in searching out information based on a subject. So before we get started in really introducing the Pharmacy Podcast Nation to Brooke, let's talk about you a little bit. Let's get some background. Why in the world did you want to become a pharmacist? Yeah, definitely. So I grew up in the Warren Youngstown, Ohio area. And from the time I was a kid, I set my sights on attending the University of Pittsburgh after I graduated high school. And that's exactly what I did. So right out of high school, I was accepted directly into the University of Pittsburgh School of Pharmacy with conditional acceptance. And then after two years of undergraduate coursework, I matriculated directly into the School of Pharmacy. And now I'm in my third professional year, which is so hard to believe, but um, it's been everything and more than what I cracked it up to be as a kid. I've had a great experience at Pitt, uh, both at the university level and at the School of Pharmacy. And I'm really nearing the end of my pharmacy school journey. I'll be graduating in April of 2022 with my PharmD. So um, making sure that the public doesn't die is your number one mission as a pharmacist and keeping the public safe, keeping your patients safe. However, when you're going through pharmacy school, people like myself, your professors, I think of uh, Dr. Stephanie McGrath, they want pharmacy students to be well-rounded. They want you involved in advocacy. They want you involved in other aspects of what the patient goes through to understand the concept of empathy. You are kind of the poster person, woman, leader of that because of all of the other things that you've connected into your pre-pharmacy career. And I'm so proud of what you've done. Share with our listeners a little bit about the extracurricular world of Brooks' um, pharmacy student life. Well, thank you, Todd. I don't know about all that, but uh, let's see. So currently, my interests in uh, pharmacy and everything related to advocacy and policy regarding the profession has really stemmed from my involvement in Professional Pharmacy Association. So I currently serve as the chapter president of our school's American Pharmacists Association Academy of Student Pharmacists chapter. I served as president-elect for a year, and now I'm serving as the chapter president, and I've also had the opportunity to get involved with APHA, ASP at the regional and national levels. And I'm also very involved in the Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association. Um, there is an elected board of student pharmacists from across the state, and I'm fortunate enough to serve as the chair of that board, so I preside over the seven other officers as well as nearly 500 student pharmacists across the state of Pennsylvania. So I basically represent their voice to PPA and then try my best to engage student pharmacists in advocacy initiatives of, of PPA. So when I was thinking of finding our next host because of your, your hum, human want to go to a, a tried and true formula, it's it's what we do. Uh, the best indicator for future success is past success and how hard you work, right? So immediately after Darshan, I'm like, well, I'm gonna go find a I'm gonna go find a pharmacist and I'm gonna go find someone who's also a lawyer. That is a major problem 
that I didn't realize I was going to run into. And here's the reason. Because of timing, uh, workload, day-to-day uh, -day interaction with what they have going on, it's been very hard to find someone. And then after shifting gears and thinking of what I wanted out of the publication, I want someone that digs into content and, and, and policy and current events and then go find a guest who can expand upon that that knows it better than we do and knows it better than you do as a very young pharmacist professional more than I do because I'm managing 36 other stations and 32 different clients and 52 other hosts. So the reason why I thought you'd be really good at this is based on your past success of really digging into certain concepts. So tell us why you'd want to take on um, the host of the Gavel and Pestle podcast. What what do you think of this whole theme, which is the balance and fusion of law and pharmacy? Yeah, I think you you said it exactly right, Todd, and I appreciate that. But I think one disclaimer for our listeners is you're right. I'm I'm not the expert. I'm a student still. I'm I'm not an attorney and I'm not a pharmacist yet. So I'm going to be learning right alongside our audience and we're going to bring on the experts and and really delve into the intersection of pharmacy and law. That's something I've really been interested in for a while. And I think this year more than ever, we're seeing how the two fields are merging. Absolutely. Because when I think of Purdue Pharmaceuticals, uh, just two days ago, three days ago, Purdue Pharma, the maker of Oxycontin has agreed to plead guilty to criminal charges uh, related to its marketing of their addictive painkiller, and now they're facing penalties of about $8.3 billion uh, from the United States Justice Department. That is unprecedented, and I think it is a, is a shot over the bow of all pharmaceutical manufacturers that need to take the same oath that a pharmacist took, which is that they will do no harm. And the predatory style marketing um, and business development um, purposeful strategies of Purdue Pharma. Now, when we're digging into um, the Netflix special, The Pharmacist with Dan Schneider, who's been on our, our show a couple times, and uh, the one and only Camille Schreier, our current Miss America, who's an advocate for opioid usage disorder and treatment, and these high... Uh, profile people are now finally being listened to. And I believe that pharmacists need to lead in that opioid epidemic. But that's one. I mean, we're talking about provider status. We're talking about PBM reform. We're talking about state-specific fights um, with Medicaid and with how 340B is going to be changing. So there is an endless amount of questions that our Pharmacy Podcast Nation should have in order for us to be educated about topics that will impact you and your career as a pharmacist, but more importantly, what it's going to do to the public. I agree with that. And I think the great thing about the Pharmacy Podcast Network is that it does amplify the voices of pharmacy pharmacists to get the word out about some of the changes that we're seeing in our profession and and some of the updates that you just mentioned. I mean, in 2020 alone, Todd, aside from the pandemic itself, it has really added this increased 
urgency to expand patient access to pharmacists and expand the role of the pharmacist. Also, as you mentioned earlier, the Rutledge versus PCMA case has been groundbreaking and not to forget the fact that we are in an election year and in the process of appointing a new Supreme Court justice. So, so many changes that are going to trickle down and impact the way we practice pharmacy. Absolutely. So that inquisitive mind that you have in digging in is going to be uh, critical to really pulling out from these uh, guests who are centered and who are expert in the topics. Uh, we have supply chain questions. Um, we need to establish manufacturers and wholesale distributors that are going to gain access to information about pharmacies and control substances and the classification of where the medications came from or where the, better yet, where the ingredients, came, the ingredients came from in the manufacturing of that. Uh, clarifying things called suspicious ordering and, um, and how uh, different states and DOJs are going to focus on uh, specific cases. So uh, the reason why um, I want to amplify your voice, Brooke, is I want to attract other participants to the Gavel and Pestle podcast. If you're listening to this right now and you yourself are an expert in something that we could expand upon, please reach out to this show. You can send me an email directly at uh, publisher at pharmacypodcast.com. Uh, in the show notes, there will be a way for to get hold of for us through the Gavel and Pestle podcast. We want participation. That's really how we've grown as as the number one podcast in the pharmacy industry is because of multiple pharmacists participating. If you know a lawyer that concentrates on pharmaceutical uh, in the pharmaceutical industry, if they concentrate on healthcare, if they concentrate on um, MCOs and insurances and the PBM games that are are being played with the big three. Any of that, um, this is very interesting to us, and I believe this provides us with a level of audio education so that we know as pharmacy professionals what's going on. And that, Brooke, is why I'm excited that you're taking the helm of the of the Gavel and Pestle podcast. I'm really excited for the opportunity to, as we were talking about earlier, I remember listening to Gavel and Pestle before I was even in pharmacy school. So it's been really cool to see how it's all come full circle and how now I'm on the other side of the mic. That's right. Yeah, it's really interesting. So Dr. Joanne Pio took over the Pharmacy Future Leaders podcast from Dr. Tony Guerra. And she went from being a P3 and podcast host to becoming a PharmD. And now she's podcast host of Senior Rx Radio. So I love the fact that this entire network has given other opportunities for our um, participants in in building relationships because really that's what this is it's not about podcasting it's about the network it's about the ability to have madeline aquiano talking with jerica dodd talking to you know some other podcaster about women in pharmacy or something that the impacts um our listeners and and that's really what this is about so what do you do you have any subjects that you want to dig into um as the new host of gavel and pestle I think we are really going to let the audience lead the way on that. There is so much content, especially with this forthcoming COVID vaccine, the way that that's going to be regulated and all its implications, as well as how the pharmacist's role is going to continue to change. 
one thing that I'm really passionate about is practice transformation. How is community pharmacy going to continue to evolve from a prescription-based model to a service-based model? Things like that that I know from my experience in you know, association work and in pharmacy school, those are some topics that I've become really passionate about. They're, they're relevant right now, and I'm excited to explore them. Yeah, the ending week, uh, you might be listening to this, and it's not October 23rd, but we recorded on October 23rd. And this week, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, through the Assistant Secretary of Health, issued guidance under the Public Re Readiness Emergency Preparedness Act authorizing uh, qualified pharmacy technicians and state-authorized pharmacy interns to administer childhood vaccines and, and, and will be administering the COVID-19 vaccine when made available. And um, also COVID testing, all subject to the um, specific requirements. How do you, you know, we had a lot of kickback from the American Pediatrics Association who was angry that pharmacists were, were doing vaccines. And, uh, and there was no issue with that from any of our perspective internal to pharmacy because goodness gracious, we're seeing patients 10 times more than the primary care physician is and big deal if you learn to give someone a shot. Uh, great, we get to vaccinize more people, making sure that they get their flu shots and, and shingles vaccines and other things. But what is your, because I'm, I'm torn on this, but what's your feeling and, and your viewpoint on pharmacy technicians taking a step up? So the guidance being provided by pharmacists does not change in the setting of vaccines. The vaccines must be ordered by a supervising qualified pharmacist. That, of course, is being attached to the medical record, which the primary care physician is still exposed to. So it's not like we're out here in the Wild West doing whatever pharmacists want. This is very methodical. It's very tied back to the holistic record. But what do you think of that lobbying, or I shouldn't say lobbying, that's the wrong word, the volleyball that's being passed to or being set uh, to a pharmacy tech technician to doing vaccines. Like, what do you think of that evolution? And by the way, should it be a certified pharmacy technician or should it be just a technician? Or are we talking about a cashier technician? Because you know as well as I do, especially in the independent community pharmacy um, sector, we have technicians that are doing everything. We have them doing checkout. We have them doing inventory. We have them doing, you know, initial um uh, order entry. So what's the, where do you see the, the balance in, in vaccines and pharmacy technicians specifically? Well, I can speak from my perspective as a student who literally just went through their immune, immunization certification training. And it is, it is a process and there is a lot to learn. So I think first and foremost, if we are going to empower technicians to take on this role, there is a certain degree of training that they should go through. Um, like I said, as pharmacists, as their role continues to evolve in the pharmacy, I think it's it's critical that that technicians, you know, increase the type and amount of services that they are providing to patients. Well, I'm excited about this. Uh, the resurrection of the gavel and pestle. Uh, we've we've had a pause now for um, 
just over a year, so it's time to get this back on track. Once again, Pharmacy Podcast Nation, reach out to us and let us know what you want to hear. <laughs> Kick us over an idea of what you want us to um, to kind of dig in for you. Um, we want state representatives on this show talking about policy. We want lawyers. Uh, we want um, people that are in um, specific uh, lines of community as well as state government. So be on the lookout for uh, people. And in order to expand the voice of pharmacy listeners, you are part of this growth of the pharmacist voice. Please share these podcasts with your social media and your people. It's very important to, to let the public know that pharmacists are leading in healthcare and, and that you are the hub of healthcare because all of those treatments that are being um, that are being prescribed in, in, in the follow-up, it's happening at the pharmacy. It's and it needs to continue to happen at the pharmacy. And the evolution of how the pharmacist is involved with uh, a patient's life is going to have some legal ramifications ramifications on multiple levels, uh, community, statewide, national, uh, nationally. So, um, so excited about, uh, you taking over Brooke and, um, and, and I thank you. I thank you for the opportunity to Todd. And as you mentioned this year, more than ever, we're seeing the intersection of pharmacy and law. And as you and I have, have discussed, there's a big gap there and where there's a gap, there's an opportunity for us to fill it. So I'm really looking forward to this opportunity and seeing what we can do with Gavel and Pestle and hopefully we can we can do it justice in its resurrection. <laughs> That's terrific. You were listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Nation and the relaunch uh, of the Gavel and Pestle podcast. And as always, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a listener to the Pharmacy Podcast. <laughs>